Hello, and welcome back to the Womanifestor podcast. I'm your host, Katie J. And this is your favorite podcast, probably because of the content, but most importantly, because there's no intro, as you may have noticed, since being back in podcasting, I took a break from March till August of 2021. And during that break, when I had my meeting with Kristen, my podcast manager and virtual assistant, about the new intro for this new season, if you will, of the podcast. We both agreed that when we listen to podcasts, we skip right over the intro. So why worry about it? Let's just jump right in, right? So welcome back. Like I said, I'm Katie J. I'm a spiritual life coach, manifestation witch healer, breathwork facilitator, circle facilitator, retreat facilitator. And I have been crowdsourcing questions through my Instagram account at Womanifester. And many of you have lovingly taken the time to respond and giving, given me topics to specifically dive into it's really helpful for me to sit down and create content with a specific person in mind so I'm super honored and stoked when I get to connect with y'all online and even more honored and stoked when I get to connect with y'all in person so before we dive into the content of today which is what does it mean to be a spiritual entrepreneur I want to catch y'all up That's something that I'm trying to do a little bit more in the podcast too, if you haven't noticed, is just catching you up on where I've been and what's been going on kind of week to week. It's not a vlog because it's not a video. It's a podcast blog, if you will, (laughs) of what's happening in Katie's van life and personal life um, outside of this podcast. So I am still living in love, my van, with Huli. We are actively and intentionally manifesting a house in the Tahoe area. We're still waiting to hear back about whether or not the homeowners will allow me to have or allow a tenant with a dog, basically. And my friend who lives there now was like, I mean, I've got kids and they're just as destructive, (laughs) if not worse. So hopefully, fingers crossed, they will allow this. And I provided ample amounts of references of people who I've lived with, um, landlords who I've um, lived in their spaces with Huli. So I have really amazing references for him. He's an amazing dog. I'm an amazing human. There's no reason why we shouldn't live in this place. And I'm always open to this or something better. So that is manifestation for you right there ladies and gentlemen, 101. (laughs) Once you set this goal, remember to release to this or something better. I want this house. I deserve this house. This house is so much bigger than me. I'm going to be hosting women's circles in this house. I'm going to be fostering community in this house. It's going to be my office space. It's going to be my home. It's going to be my dancing floor, my dance floor. It's going to be a healing space. And it's so much bigger than me. So I know that I get to have this and we're just, you know, everyone that I've been meeting and telling them about this and asking for prayers and, um, holding that visual visualization with me 
um, that I believe in the power of collective manifestation. So I appreciate any and all thoughts and prayers on manifesting my house. And even as I say this, I'm kind of getting a little emotional because so many of y'all have reached out to me and said like, you got this house, you've got it. And that's really helpful um, to have that along my journey. So thank you. Who knew I was going to cry on the podcast today? Whoa. Um, So catching you up last yesterday, yesterday was Sunday. Today is Monday. Yesterday was Sunday, the 15th of August. And I attended a live in-person gathering. Um, It was a feminine awakening gathering and there was art and there was dance and there was yoga and there was um, food and chats and we talked about all sorts of things and I ended up meeting other black women in the Tahoe area which is so rare (laughs) and so lovely to connect with them and it was like almost immediately as we saw each other and realized what was happening like oh my gosh this person can hold space for me <laughs> in a way that like all these white women can't, you know, and um, it, it was really, really wonderful to just connect with, there were, there were women, there were Latina women from other countries and it was from um, Argentina and from Nicaragua and it was so refreshing to hear Spanish again. Oh my gosh, it was such a rich and beautiful experience and it just reminded me of how much is here, how much is how much this is needed in Tahoe and everyone walked away feeling so full and so excited and all these new friendships and connections and it's beautiful and wonderful. And Oh my goodness, it is, it's nourishing to the soul. And I'm still riding that high of yesterday's, yesterday's experience. Um, maybe that's where all my emotions are coming from is a lot was stirred up yesterday. We did some all sorts of different um, breath work and body work, and it was just such a beautiful experience. So anyway, that's what's present for me to share with y'all and briefly catch you up on what's happening in van life. Um, I'm still parking in and around the Tahoe area and loving it. Um, this is the best time to be living in Tahoe, except for the smoke. Um, I am you know, I'm breathing it in a lot. Huli's breathing it in a lot because we're living in a van and we don't have any sort of air filter situation um, happening back here in the van. So we are using herbal remedies to support ourselves, to support our bodies, the circulation of our blood and the removal of the smoke from the lungs using herbs and different types of, um, I don't think it's an algae chlorophyll is, um, some is one of the supplements that I'm taking and mullein. Um, and then Huli has a blend as well that I bought from a local healer here in the area. My dear friend, Maggie Dana, who runs Furball Remedies and makes all sorts of amazing salves and, um, herbal support for dogs. So she has an, a smoke relief blend that I bought and I absolutely, Huli absolutely loves it. I haven't tried it. <laughs> um, that's for Huli. I have my own stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, Huli just licks it all up and he, he seems to really like it. So yeah, that's catching me. That's catching y'all up on what I've been up to over the past week or so manifesting this house connecting with badass women in the area, really, really feeling like roots 
are starting to grow here. So that feels good. All right, briefly, we're going to slide into some announcements before we get into the main content. I'll make this fast. I am hosting Community Breathwork most Sundays. You can check out the most up-to-date calendar by joining the VIP Breathwork community, which you can do by going to manifestor.com forward slash breathwork. This will all be linked in the show notes. Go to that website, read about breathwork, read the FAQs, watch the FAQ videos if they interest you. At the very bottom of the page, there's tons of information on that page. And at the top, there's a button that says join the VIP breathwork community. Join the VIP breathwork community and you will immediately be asked to double opt-in. So go to your email, make sure that we're not in your junk, we're not in your spam, we're not in your promotions, and that you add us to your contact list so that we don't end up there in the future because that has been happening. So you go to womanifestor.com forward slash breathwork and join the community, double opt-in. When you double opt-in, you'll be taken to a confirmation page that will have the ability to schedule breathwork. Now, before you go attend breathwork, make sure that you have listened to my breathwork reference code on the Womanifestor podcast right here what you're listening to right here. It's on the same platform. It's about 20 minutes and will help you be prepared for breathwork. So you need to listen to that beforehand because I'm not going to go over it in the breathwork journey. I'm expecting that everybody has at least watched it once, if not attended some sort of private workshop with me or you're a one-on-one client and I've already held space for you one-on-one, then you don't need to watch it, but it, or you don't need to listen to it, but it's probably pretty helpful to listen to anyway. You might learn something. And then you'll be ready for class. And that is Community Breathwork. We'll make it easy for you to register each week by sending you an email on Wednesdays and Fridays. So keep an eye out for that Wednesday and Friday email coming out about Community Breathwork. Because once you're on the VIP Community Breathwork list, then you will get those emails and you can sign up weekly. It's $22.22. And on August the 22nd, it's a full moon. So that's like a lots of twos, twos, twos happening. <laughs> so definitely head on over to womanifestor.com forward slash breathwork and join the community so that you can attend this very transformational journey. All right, that is it for announcements. Let's go ahead and dive into the content. So like I said, I've been crowdsourcing content straight from Instagram and asking y'all, what do you want to know more about? And what, what kind of questions do you have? And what topics interest you most? And that kind of thing. And then diving into your specific questions. And one thing that came up was someone said, I've never heard spiritual plus entrepreneurship in the same sentence. And I'm curious what your perspective is on that. So that's what I'm going to riff on today is spiritual entrepreneurship because it's actually my specialty. (laughs) I am a very, very spiritual person and I'm also an entrepreneur and I blend the two in my coaching. Um, of course with my manifestation knowledge and techniques and all that good stuff too. So it's, it's a pretty unique little cauldron potion that I am and that my services are to the world. So I'm excited to talk about this topic today. 
Long story short, what is a spiritual entrepreneur? I mean, it's somebody who considers themselves spiritual and runs a business. I mean, that's just kind of layman's terms for it. But I'm going to dive a little bit deeper because this is a podcast. So the way that I, I'm kind of just going to break it down by spiritual and entrepreneur. One thing that I believe about all of us is that we are spirits in skin suits. So we are souls having a human experience, not the other way around. So sometimes we have spiritual experiences like through breath work or through plant medicine or something like that. And that makes people think that we are here as humans and then sometimes we can connect to the spiritual world, but it's actually the other way around. We are spirits living in a human paradigm for a lifetime, just like Huli is a dog spirit living in a dog, sorry, Huli is a spirit living in a dog paradigm in this lifetime for him. But he can leave this lifetime and stay in consciousness for eternity. I don't know why or when a piece of the universal consciousness decides that it wants to come to earth and do a human lifetime but it does and then that is when boom a spirit is now inside a of a womb and the physical fabrication of a baby begins so being a spiritual person is kind of ironic to me in a way because we are all already spiritual but the way that I think that I use it and we're using it I will use it from here on out, is spiritual is someone who understands and honors the fact that they are a part of something greater. They are a piece of, a small piece of a larger picture, a bigger story is unfolding here. And you're, if you consider yourself a spiritual person, you might have an awareness of that. Um, an awareness that there is some bigger hand or power, larger, higher power working on our behalf, your behalf, um, on all our behalves if we choose to believe that and connect to it. So that's kind of what I would describe a spiritual person as. Um, Notice how I didn't say I didn't list any practices. Um, I didn't list any... Um, specific religions or not like it can that can include people in religions Um, I intentionally left that definition very broad Um, but it's basically belief in something larger than yourself and understanding that that there is something at play here that is what I consider to be spiritual now an entrepreneur is someone who runs a business who is starting their own business. Every business that has ever existed has had to be started by somebody and that person is an entrepreneur. They take on risk during this process. There is inherently more risk involved in entrepreneurship than there is in being an employee. If you Google entrepreneur, you will see that is in the definition as well. But an entrepreneur does this, they take on risk, understanding that 
Risk means reward. It can also mean failure, which will happen and is important because you will learn a lot from it so that you can eventually be successful. But that risk isn't really so risky if you are a spiritual person, if you are a spiritual entrepreneur and you understand that you are a part of a whole and you will be taken care of. You will be resourced. You will have everything you need because you were just like the trees. You're just like the worms. You're just like the birds. You're just like the snails. You receive everything that you need. It's supplied right here, right here, right here on earth, right here in the now. Everything that you need to succeed is accessible to you. And when you combine spirituality and entrepreneurship, then I don't want to say you have more stability, but you at least have more ease and grace and fun and play and pleasure and enjoyment along the way. At least that's my approach to spiritual entrepreneurship. (laughs) I mean, at this point, y'all, I'm taking every other week off from work. It's wild. Like all last week I was off. I think I worked for three hours on Wednesday last week and that was it. And I've been doing that every other week. I mean, I set the intention this summer. I was like, I really, really want to enjoy my free time this summer. I'm not taking on more clients. I don't need more clients. I don't need more money. I'm set. Like that is why I became an entrepreneur is for that freedom. And I can receive that freedom because I know that I get to be supported in it because it allows me to show up in my spiritual purpose and do my job as an entrepreneur and as a coach. So some examples of spiritual entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, Reiki masters, healers, coaches, yogis, teachers, body workers, therapists, educators, space holders, retreat facilitators, I put coaches here again, (laughs) mentors, musicians, artists, speakers, authors, and visionaries. And there's so many other ways to classify lightworkers too. It really depends on your intention. Of course, there can be teachers out there with intentions of, that are malicious And there can be teachers out there with intentions of awakening and enlightenment and support and love and those types of things. So it's not, I'm not saying that all coaches are good or all coaches are bad or anything like that. These are just examples of the types of light workers that I have worked with, whether that was in my own business or that I've hired or so be it. One thing that I heard somebody say once, I think um, it was from a woman named Claire Fox, and she said, she mentioned the awakening workforce. And I was like, yeah, that's how I imagine spiritual entrepreneurs. Anyone who, I mean, you can own a cupcake shop and be a spiritual entrepreneur, right? Or you could be a coach and be a spiritual entrepreneur, right? But 
your intention behind that cupcake shop is like, if that's to spread love and light and bring happiness to more people, then like, yeah, then you are a light worker, right? And that's not to say that, I mean, I, I consider myself a light worker and we dive into the shadows. You have to, like, that is actually what light work is. Oh, Huli's howling in his sleep. Well, that was adorable. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> he was just napping and then sometimes he howls in his sleep and he's fine, everybody, he's fine. <laughs> what was I talking about? I was talking about how you can be a spiritual entrepreneur. You can be a light worker. I kind of use those terms interchangeably. So that's why I'm diving into this is just to make sure that we're all on the same page. When I refer to, when I say I'm a light worker coach, which is what I'm now referring to myself as on Instagram, I'm referring to the folks who are a part of the awakening workforce, who are here to increase the frequency of the world by looking at all of the shadows of the world <laughs> and loving on them and healing them and doing that through your gifts and your talents and not necessarily straying away from painful things or groups of people who need service and support but you're actually the one that's leaning into that that is the light worker that is the the awakening workforce within you wanting to come through and realizing that I think makes you a spiritual entrepreneur just in and of itself. So you might be, let's say a massage therapist and working for, um, you know, at a, at a specific place, right? I don't know what you call that, like a massage therapy studio where multiple um, therapists operate and there's like consistent clients coming in that you don't necessarily have to source. And then you can be, and I wouldn't, you're still a light worker, but you're not necessarily a spiritual entrepreneur, right? Because you aren't running, you aren't finding your own clients and getting your own space and doing that sort of thing, which sometimes you do both. Sometimes there's a blend of both. I do both. I like to receive money from a variety of different sources, whether it's through my business or through um, some in-person event or through working in my community or whatever it is. I love having money flow in. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. I'm not going to tell the universe that it has to flow through one source when that may not be the path of least resistance. I'll wrap up with answering the question, how do I practice being a spiritual entrepreneur? Like what are some of my specific practices or things that I incorporate into my lifestyle as a spiritual entrepreneur? So I'm going to talk about three of those. The first one is devotion to the mission. I am just a conduit. So as a spirit in this human body for this lifetime, I was, I came out of the cosmos. I came out of the universe and into my mother's womb and chose this life. I chose this human experience. I chose this family. I chose these challenges. I chose this skin color. I chose all of it. And then I forgot that I chose everything. 
just like you did. And when we chose this, we were also choosing a mission on earth. We were sent from the universe down to earth to have a human experience and to assist in the healing of humanity. By healing, I simply mean reminding everyone of their own light and their own spiritual their own spirituality, their own connection to source and to the universe and to all that there is and their ability to create their own life while they are here on earth. That is what I mean by the healing. So I came down with this specific mission and that mission is to be a part of the healing of this earth. To connect people to the healing power within themselves through nature experiences and sisterhood. And when I remember that I am on a mission here, it's so much easier to take the ego brain, the fear out of being an entrepreneur and re-shift that weight, that focus back into the spiritual aspect of being an entrepreneur, which is the fact that I am a piece of the universe expressed in human form here on a mission to raise the vibration of the, the vibration of the planet and just like the trees get everything that they need to live and to thrive I get everything that I need to live and to thrive and I need every other week off in order to show up how I want to show up this summer for my clients and for my business <laughs> and I have no shame in that some people would be like well that's so lazy or you could work so much more and make more money. I mean, sure, yeah, but I don't need it. I'm supported as I am. And I now believe that I always get to be supported because that has continued to be the truth when I emphasize that in my life, when I emphasize that belief. So how do I practice spiritual entrepreneurship? First and foremost, most I have a devotion to my mission. And sometimes that looks like a really thorough morning routine of walking in no particular order, but walking outside, making tea, stretching, meditating, pulling a tarot or oracle card, journaling, and maybe even need some dancing too. <laughs> and time to make breakfast as well. So that usually takes about an hour and a half to do all of that. And living in the van, I don't really have that right now. But as soon as I get into this house that I'm manifesting, which is another reason why I'm manifesting this house, because I need some space to do my shit. Um, when I get into this house, that's what I'll be doing is a really, really thorough morning routine in that, in that space. Um, and that really helps me to align every single morning with the fact that I am here on a mission and with the fact that I'm on a mission and that... Everything that I'm being asked to do is being birthed through me. And if I can surrender and trust in the process, then I will always, always, always be taken care of. And as long as I put that intention out there each day, it continues to manifest. The second thing that I use as a spiritual entrepreneur is this magical manifestation technique that I use to manifest clients. And I'm going to share it with you now. 
So I've used this to fill my women's circles. I use this to fill my retreats. I use this to fill my client spots. It's the same thing that I use and it's quite fun. So we'll call them love letters. So I sit in a meditative, comfortable place. I can lay down if you want to. And you basically imagine that from your heart are thousands and millions and billions of hearts exploding out of your chest and they are just flying all over the world and dropping into the hearts of those who need your work. And when when that heart drops into their heart, they might get an intuitive nudge. They might have a friend send your profile over to them. They might get your podcast suggested to them. Who knows? It's not my job to figure out how they come to me. I just need to visualize and trust that these genuine, this genuine desire to serve somebody who is my ideal client, right? Somebody who is either about to launch a business or wants to restructure their business because it's not serving them and they want something where they can work less and make more um, and still be a light worker and healer and still serve the community that they want to serve in variety of different socioeconomic groups. You can do all of that in the same business model and the person that's looking for that is my ideal client. So I visualize my hearts, my the tiny little hearts exploding out of my chest, landing in the heart of my ideal clients and nudging them towards my work for when they are ready for it. And that practice, like I said, it's filled all of my programs. <laughs> that and some other things too. I mean, there's a lot of belief work, but that is a really, really helpful one that is pretty easy to incorporate into a morning routine, morning ritual, um, or some other devotion that you have, prayer, anything like that. The third and last thing that I'll share with you about how I practice spiritual entrepreneurship is I receive, so I have a coach, a business coach, and I have a um, spiritual mentor, but I run my business based off of my intuition and based off of my guidance system, my inner guidance system, no, not anyone else's guidance system, but my own. What do I mean by that? So I have a coach, a business coach, and I have a spiritual mentor. And together, they're like the perfect blend of the feminine and masculine when it comes to supporting me in creating this business and creating this life because I get both. And my business coach will coach me very, very hard. She's been coaching me for years. DL Sharon, y'all have probably heard me talk about her before. She's been on this podcast several times before. I've been on her podcast several times before. It is a, she's come on my retreats, but she will call me out so fast on my bullshit. So fast. And she knows me so well that I don't think I could ever go to another business coach. <laughs> and I don't follow all of her philosophies because they don't all resonate with me. And then I have a spiritual mentor, Jen, who's so sweet and so motherly and so gentle and I cry on like every other phone call with her, sometimes all of them. And she is just the most beautiful, radiant light out there. (laughs) And um, she is the perfect 
embodiment of the divine feminine and the grace and the ease. And that's where she, she's the one that taught me that. And she's the one that taught me this or something better for the highest good, right? Like she definitely embodies the feminine aspect of manifestation, the feminine um, receiving surrender aspect of manifestation. And she's really great at teaching me that and reminded me of that from a spiritual perspective. So she, and even still, I don't always take everything that she says as hard, fast truth for me, right? I still have to feel into where I'm at in my journey and honor that. So when it comes to making business decisions, both coaches and mentors like have given me ideas and things to try and whatever. And like, I either didn't try them or didn't want to try them or did try them and didn't work. Because what has always worked best is for me to get to the place where I first believe that I can have what it is that I want in my business. I can have those next three clients. I can fill this retreat. I can um, have a full yoga class, whatever it is. I can have a full client schedule in my own studio and be an entrepreneurial massage therapist, right? When you have to first believe that you can have what it is that you desire before you will download the action steps to help you get there. Ooh, I'm going to say that again. You have to first believe that you can have what it is that you desire before, before you will download the action steps to help you get there. This is so, so crucial to understand when it comes to manifestation within your spiritual business. You might be blocking yourself with a belief, with a subconscious belief around what you can and cannot have in your business. So look around and what you have in your bank account, what you have in your client base, what you have in your business, on your website, whatever, is a reflection of what it is you believe you can have. Now, let's not judge ourselves at where we're at, but let's look at it. Let's look at these things. So that you can clear it, you can become aware of the belief and you can work to clear it, do the belief work to clear it, and then move, move on with a new belief. Because once you have incorporated this new belief, then you can start to receive the action steps, the ideas, the inspiration, the connections, the community, the spontaneous coincidences that come up that will help you get to where it is that you believe you know you can have. Did that make sense? <laughs> that will help you get to where you believe you can be and what is attainable for you. But if you're like, oh, there's no way I'm gonna, I'll ever be able to do that or that will require so much of me or blah, 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 and you're stuck in the excuses or the stories, the limiting beliefs, you literally have a trauma response trapped in your body, preventing you from moving forward, if that's the case, you're not going to receive the divine downloads to help you get to where you want to be. You're going to be receiving more thoughts of, I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I'm going to fuck up. I'm going to get sued. <laughs> Who am I? Am I worthy of this? Who am I to deserve this? Who am I to take this from somebody else? All of those thoughts will continue to perpetuate themselves. And this is my invitation to you to remember that they are just thoughts. They are just thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You are a spiritual being sent here to help the world heal, heal 
And you have to do your own healing first. Do your own healing first so that you can help others. You'll be supported on this journey. It's called spiritual entrepreneurship or being a light worker. Welcome. You're not alone. You got this. I do have two spots open for one-on-one coaching right now. So if you feel like you are ready to break out on your own within the next one to three years and be a self-sustained spiritual entrepreneur as a light worker, as a healer, as a coach, as a mentor, as a body worker, as a part of the awakening workforce, then send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know you're interested in one of the one-on-one coaching spots. And what I'll do is ask you a bunch of questions <laughs> to really get to know you because sometimes I start asking questions and people are like, oh, wait, actually, no, this is not what I want and not what I'm ready for. And there's no sense in me talking about my program if it's not even a good fit for you in the first place. So I always start off with asking you a bunch of questions. So reach out to me on Instagram, shoot me the word info and a DM. I'd love to connect with you. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I'd love to connect with you. Take a screenshot of you listening to it, add it to your story, tag me. I'd love to see what you're up to, see what your, your vibe is like on your Instagram. If it's not, if it's not private and just connect with people. I love knowing that these, I mean, I'm sitting in my van in a park talking to myself right now. And it's really nice to know that these waves are reaching ears and resonating in hearts. So if this does, if this does resonate with you, I would love, love, love it if you amplified the impact of this work by taking a screenshot and adding it to your story. Or if you're not on Instagram, just share this podcast with a friend, a friend who you think should branch off and be a spiritual entrepreneur and launch their own business and go full time and have the freedom that they want to travel and garden and do all of the van life adventures and backpacking trips they ever want to do. I'm just describing my life. I'm just describing my dream life. Send it to a friend who wants this thing, who wants this, this dreamy, dreamy life and or any other life that they want to manifest and and share this with someone. I really, really appreciate it when you do that. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for being here. music for this episode is from my talented client shell you can connect with shell on instagram at our daughter dot music she's also on spotify so go check her out our daughter